Hey everyone, Julia here, and welcome to 20 Fucking Something, the podcast that breaks down the chaoticness of living in your 20s by diving into the ins and outs of dating, friendship, anxieties we all face, and whatever other bullshit that happens in your 20s. Hey guys, so this episode is kind of going to start with a bit of a spiral, but I think you guys will get where it's going in the end once we get there. We're going to talk about my birthday, which was this past weekend, January 14th, Capricorn season, and uh, the three questions I always ask. As uh, Also, we're going to talk about if there is such thing as a right person, situation, opportunity, whatever it is, and wrong time. And so we've got a lot to unpack, and let's just get into it. For my birthday, uh, this past Saturday, I celebrated the big, kind of irrelevant 24. Like, don't get me wrong, I love birthdays, I love celebrating my friends, I love celebrating my birthday, but 24, in my opinion, is just, like, not really that exciting. You know, you have 16 where you can drive, and 18, you're quote-unquote an adult, And, like, you get to go to college or you're, you know, leaving home for the first time, really, or whatever. And then you've got 21. Thank God prohibition ended. You can drink. And 23 was like, okay, I'm not 21, so I'm not, like, a baby, but I'm also not a full-time adult. And then there's 24. And 24 just puts you closer to 25, which is, you know, the quarter-life crisis And then you're 30, and then, like, God only knows where the time goes. Uh, I probably should have said a trigger warning before I had the spiral. Sorry to all my, uh, you know, 23, 24, 25-plus people out there. This is just what I was thinking, so sorry for the spiral. But that was the thought I had after I was like, oh, okay, 24. Like, that's, that's what we're at right now. And then, yeah, you know how the rest goes. But... It was, you know, it is even still really insane to reflect on the difference of my birthday from last year and the things that have happened between, you know, then and now. But so to celebrate, I had a nice party at my apartment with a really good mix of people, obviously missing some key players, but, uh, you know, you work with what you got, so... We, uh, it was a lot of people from, like, different parts of my life from and, uh, from and not from Paris, and we ended up just staying at my place drinking till, like, 2.30 in the morning, and then Lord only knows who it was, but somebody rallied the troops, and we went to this bar, club, whatever, down the street from my place, and we were there till the lights came on, which is major spooky vibes, um, yeah, big gremlin hour, But so, of course, we left the club. We were all starving. And, you know, it's like five in the morning. Nothing's open. So I just was like, fuck it. All right, let's go back to mine. I made just like a huge bowl of pasta for like me and, you know, six or seven of my friends. And then we just had the most like absurd, weird, you know, as expected post-game conversation about everything and nothing all at the same time, which if you've had these nights, you know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) But so that's what I did to celebrate. And so with the summary brings me to 
the three questions that I ask, which I'm sure some of you are like, what, why, who's asking questions? Like, what is happening? But, okay, so to explain the three questions that I usually ask my friends and family on their birthdays, I, when I was younger, used to get asked these questions, and I now, for my friends' birthdays, my family members' birthdays, like, this is what I ask them. So the first one is, what is something you've learned during your, you know, 23rd birthday or, like, the birthday you just had before? The second is, what is one thing you're ready to let go of from that previous birthday? And finally, what is one thing you're looking forward to in the new birthday? So for me, it was 24. And to answer the first question, what is something learned during 23? I really think about the amount of shit that has happened. Like, for example, started I started a completely new life. I moved to Paris by myself. I got my master's degree and I'm starting, you know, I started culinary school all in one year. Like that's, that is fucking insane. And while all of that's happening, mind you, I, you know, had to adapt to a language barrier. I met amazing friends. I went through a heartbreak. I adapted to a new environment, like all these other things, all these things together I had to, I experienced in the last year. So with all of these things and meeting so many people, one thing I learned and have really been trying to take to heart is that nothing is personal. And this comes from not just like relationships, but I think even circumstances and situations and whatever, like everyone and thing is going through something, the stars aren't aligned, and a majority of the time that's not about you. Granted, yeah, sometimes there are things that are about you and that usually means that you've done something to warrant such, you know, action behavior, but usually it's not. And so it's a hard, it's hard to really try to practice, you know, this whole ideology, this whole mindset. And I personally have a really hard time not taking things personally, even when people point blank are like, this is not about you, this is about me, like, I, I will still be like, oh, what did I do, like, uh, whatever, but so, yeah, so for the thing learned, it is that nothing is personal. Next, for our second question, you know, what is one thing you're ready to let go of? Again, this is kind of a tough one, as there's been a lot that's happened in the last year, some really beautiful, positive things, and some really not so beautiful negative things um but something that I'm ready to let go of is which I think a lot of people are also trying to do is you know the constant comparison of where you are versus quote where you should be when you're looking at others friends family coworkers, strangers like whoever um and this means anything from career to body image, to what defines fun for you, to your hobbies, like all that stuff, whatever it is. And I know that throughout life, we're we're obviously always going to compare. It's kind of hard not to, and it's human nature, and that's just how society is kind of structured now because you have everyone's shit in your face all the fucking time. So it's hard to not like be see what people are doing and then compare it to your own life, but 
Um, it's also, you know, it's easy to also always think that the grass is greener on the other side, but where you are is where you're really meant to be. And, you know, sometimes that's a good spot and sometimes, you know, things can be a bit better. And I know that when I am having a lot of anxiety and think about what I'm doing or I'm trying to plan, like what I'm planning on doing with, you know, the next steps, um, I get overwhelmed and I start to question the things I didn't do or the things I left behind or the, you know, opportunities I, I took instead of like the other and, you know, whatever, like all that stuff. And, and then I remember that all the choices that I had taken in the past, all the ones I took, all the ones I didn't take, the friendships I kept, the ones I let go of, like all of that, all this shit has led me to exactly where I am right now, which is on my bed recording this podcast. And it's not too bad. So (laughs) we always have options. Like I'm a firm believer that, you know, we always have a door to go through, but I also believe that once you pick that door, you know, the door you want to go through, it closes and it closes so others can open. And that's, you know, that's tough because we, you know, like I said earlier, it's hard to not think about the what ifs or, you know, maybe you want to change your mind, but usually we don't have that opportunity to go back and go back through that door. It's just not, that's just not how life works sometimes. So to wrap that spiel up, you know, when one door closes, another door opens, I am ready to let go of comparison and to just try to stay in the moment of where I am with the options I have and practice gratitude. And yeah, like we're here. This is life. This is, these are the cards we're dealt and we're going to work with it. And so lastly, we have one thing you're looking forward to in 24. As I've, you know, mentioned several times in this episode and previous episodes, (laughs) as I've started culinary school, I've really tapped into what I'm passionate about. Like, it really lights that creative fire in me. Yes, it's exhausting and it is a lot. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a couple minutes from now. But, like, I just feel, I feel that spark and I, and I wake up at 5.30 every day and I'm excited to go in. Like, yeah, I'm fucking tired, but I'm excited to go in. And I'm excited to see, you know, how the program that I'm in sets me up to figure out, like, the next big thing in my life. Or not even my whole life, but, like, the next couple years. And so I'm also excited to, like, you know, continue to make new relationships and gain experiences and... Yeah, this last question is not as lengthy or as exciting as the other two, but yeah, these are my answers. These are the three questions. I hope you guys start asking your friends and family these as I know I enjoy hearing what they have to say and when I have to think about them. It's a good way to just like reflect, you know? We're just reflecting on the year, reflecting on birthdays, and they're cute, so why not ask? Why not try them? But I'm now going to be drawing back to the point of like where we are, we're meant to be because it made me think about the concept of right place, right time, right person, wrong time, all that kind of stuff. 
there's been a lot of situations where I find myself in, you know, where you have an opportunity, but you're not in a position to take it, or you've met someone and like neither of you are, neither of you or one of you isn't in a position to like actually make a relationship come to fruition. And that to me, that is, you know, the tough, the tough stuff to get over. Like that's kind of the hardest thing to get over. And it's hard to have to take like the separation or thinking about the what ifs because, you know, we could drive ourselves crazy, crazy to death with, you know, what if I took this job? What if I had, hadn't gone, you know, here instead of there? What if, you know, we did try to make it work? Like whatever, all that, what if is a killer of dreams, killer of whatever, however that quote goes. But um, I do, I know I find myself toggling back and forth, you know, between believing in right thing, wrong time, if that's like true or false, because sometimes I do think we miss certain windows in life with people and situations. But then I also think that if that is the case, then it wasn't meant to be in the cards for us. Like that wasn't a path that we were supposed to take. So I guess Overall, ultimately, I believe that if things are meant to work out, then things will happen as they will. And (laughs) I am by no means blessed with patience. So this is something I am working on. I am trying to be patient, to let the cards, you know, come to me, let the carpet roll out, you know, the doors present themselves. So that's what we're working on also for 24 and I guess the rest of my life. And while thinking about where I am and if it's where I should be, um, you know, I just talked about culinary school a little bit, but culinary school has been so stressful and so rewarding at the same time. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not easy. And, you know, it's not great when you have a chef screaming putain at you, aka fuck, and start cursing at you. That's not fun. That doesn't, that's not joyful. But When I do do a good job and I do have a successful day in the kitchen and I make something not just delicious but also like gorgeous, it's such a good and rewarding feeling and it just is, it's just gives you kind of a high. Like it's funny, I get a chef's high after a, after like a full 12 hour day of just like cooking and stuff and you're just kind of like amped up a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if that's like a thing or not, but you know. I don't know, it's a funny experience. And so obviously because I have all this creative energy and I've been making all these dishes, I actually went and I created a food Instagram and I've been having so much fun with it. I've just been sharing all the things I make, you know, in culinary school and the things I make at home because honestly I didn't realize it, but I make so much food. It's kind of insane, like I, whatever, but It's a very therapeutic and creative experience. And so if you're also someone who has a cool hobby, like, you know, knitting, sewing, cooking, drawing, I don't anything that like brings you some sort of creative relief, some sort of therapeutic experience. um, Obviously, you don't have to like make an Instagram for it or whatever, but I find that it's like fun to share that. It's fun to share what I'm making. And it's so cool when I have people, like, comment, 
you know, saying that it looks good or my friends texting me like, oh my God, can you send me the real recipe? I want to try to make that. And just like sharing creative ideas with each other because you never know, like someone might see something that you're doing and be like, oh my God, I want to try to do that. And so why not give someone some inspiration? Why not like give someone a little bit of a push to be like, if I can do it, you can do it. So uh, yeah, great creative and therapeutic experience. I think everyone should have something that helps them do that, you know, whether it's like working out, drawing, whatever. So I'm eager to see how the Instagram goes. I'm not expecting much from it. It's just fun for me. I enjoy it. And I'm eager to see how the rest of 24 and the year pans out. I feel like it's going to be a good one. I have a good, you know, I have a good, strong, positive feeling about this one. So Cheers to all the people I've met, the relationships and opportunities that are on hold slash maybe missed or waiting, and everything else in between. And with all that being said, just remember to take a deep breath, and we are where we are supposed to be with who we are supposed to be with. And if you think you're at the bottom, just know that we've only got to go up from there. And without the negative experiences in life, we wouldn't know how good the positive ones are. So thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. And remember, this is 20-fucking-something, the podcast that breaks down the chaoticness of living in your 20s. Stay bold out there, and I'll catch you guys next time.